Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Now, the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome into the show, Large Country. Whoa, Large Country? What are you saying? Is large bigger than big? I don't know. It just feels a little different. It just doesn't feel as, I don't know. It feels like you're saying I've gotten bigger. I don't Maybe, I don't know. It's large. I don't know big. why you took offense to big versus large. It just caught me by surprise. <laughs> I'm a little confused by your tactics. So I'm going to keep acting tough. So I, I figure it out. <laughs> I'm a large country. You start calling me Elsie. You are the, what's the guy's name off Talladega Nights? Ricky Bobby and Cal Norton Jr. Yeah. You are the cow to my Ricky. Of course I'm not the main character. <laughs> Slingshot. <laughs> Engage. I fucking would do that. Be in first place, get ready to that win. And be like, go ahead. I said it as a joke. End the conversation of like, you know, what if I like what if I win one one time? It's like but then how am I going to win? You just, you just bury that deep down inside and never, ever bring it up again. Yeah, for sure, man. I respect it, yeah. You're a winner on the inside. <laughs> There's too much <laughs> yeah. truth well, to that Well, we both statement. can't win. <laughs> I'm just too damn nice. I was at the gym yesterday, and the song No More Mr. Nice Guy came on, and uh, Matt wasn't there uh, yesterday, so he wasn't able to like verify it for me, but I started cracking up because it was in the middle of the warm-ups, and it was just like, No More Mr. Nice Guy, and I was like, That's me. Oh, no, Mr. Nice Guy. Correct. Correct. That is you. Tough. Before we get any further in the show, though, special shout-out to my mother. Happy birthday. So she's, always, she's been listening to the show pretty consistently every day for the last couple months. I want to go ahead and say thank you. Love you. Happy birthday. That's it? That's it. That's the only shout-out. Okay. Well, happy birthday, Angie. Appreciate <laughs> you listening. Uh, it feels like every day. Yeah. Sometimes if, if I'm in the chat, I can't see who's listening, but I do like to bounce back and forth. And we do appreciate you guys joining us on Taco Tuesday here today. A uh, lot to talk about today. We have Game 5 of the Finals. I feel like a lot happened last night. Now, there's so many different storylines to talk about. Uh, we're going to get into some football news. Uh, we're going to get into the Baker Mayfield stuff that's happening this morning, the Tyreek Hill stuff, and even some Sean Payton. And then Tell the Truth Tuesday, and we have one from last week. That I forgot to put in. So if any listeners have a Tell the Truth Tuesday, uh, I guess you could DM me or Big Country mm-hmm. during the show. That's what I check. If you DM the show, it takes me a while. I don't always yeah, check I don't the mic up account. on that account. So. Yep, uh, same. So DM me or Big Country. DMs are always open, but we've got some good ones of those. Let's start with Game 5 of the NBA Finals. So. And I, I think the big storyline last night at least for me watching it, was that Steph Curry really struggled last night. And Andrew Wiggins continues to kind of elevate his game when needed. Uh, but the Warriors get the win, despite Steph really not shooting well. He even came out, and I love it, that he said, like, I didn't have a good shooting night. Mm-hmm. No excuses made. Not like, oh, well, you know, it was my knee, blah, 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 this, that, nothing. 
Had a bad night. I love <laughs> that. Three baskets. Me. I aimed for the right one. I knew I should have gone for <laughs> yeah. the center one. Right? There's no bullshit. It. Just like, yeah, it wasn't falling for me tonight. I feel like anybody who's played a, even a little bit of basketball have realized this. Some nights you just don't have it. And you want to show up for game five? Sorry. Can't. And Steph goes 0 for 9 from three-point land. He still tried to get shots up. He tried to shoot through it. It wasn't working for him. And I love this stat. Uh, Steph has 233 games with a made three streak end. 233 consecutive games with a three-pointer made. I'm glad you have that stat because I was getting ready to come and ask you, like, how long has it been since he's played a basketball game and not hit a three? Mm -hmm. 232 of them? Yeah. That's nuts. Right? I mean, that's up there with some of those crazy baseball stats. How far back does that go? Because, I mean, he has been dealing with an injury, you know, not Uh, roughly three years. With the playoffs included, approximately. <laughs> Which still, it, even when you say it, he's such a good shooter that that even sounds like a, well, I'm surprised it's not, it wasn't longer mm-hmm. for him. But I, he doesn't play well, but Andrew Wiggins did. And he stepped up and played his ass off once again. And even like the stat line, I don't know that it's as good as his actual performance was because he was hitting big shots when he needed to. He has 26 points. It felt like he had more than that. And also, I don't know what the hell has gotten into him. He had 13 rebounds to go with it. Where did this come from? It with Along with two assists and two steals. So the assist is like, and eh, whatever. But like the two steals and the block, like he's doing it on both ends of the court. Yep. This guy's just absolutely, I don't want to say dominating, but I mean just stepping up and being the difference maker for the Warriors this year. And the thing is, if he does it again and they win in Boston, He's going to win the Finals MVP, and once again, it's not going to be Steph Curry with the one game of hitting forty of dropping forty three. Yeah, I mean, after Game Four, I think uh, there was even talk of what if he wins? What if the the Warriors don't win? Does Steph Curry still win MVP? And after Game Four, I would have said yes. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, He's, and it's he, crazy how much like these storylines just flip after a game. Yeah. And I understand that's the whole point of it, and that's what makes it so enjoyable and fun to hop on and talk about every day because. Two weeks ago, or last week, in the middle of it, we were just like, hey, we're really not even excited for Game 3. This freaking is kind of a boring season. Oh, yeah, it was last Tuesday. It's like, ah, this is <laughs> yeah. done. But like, now we're looking at it, and Golden State back-to-back wins, and you win by 10 last night. At one point, I remember looking at the game, and I was like, it's 38-18, to 18, or 34-18. to 18. Like, what the hell is going on? And the, the, Warriors, sorry, the Celtics did do a good job of fighting back and tying that game and even getting a little bit of a lead. But then late in the fourth quarter, the Warriors pulled away. I think it was – I'm trying to remember all the stats that I've seen from it. I should have written them down. But, the, like, the big three of Brown, Tatum, and uh, Marcus Smart uh, went, like, terrible in the fourth quarter. I don't remember the exact stats, but just didn't show up. Jason Tatum it took him a long time to get going. I hate to keep shitting on this guy. Don't even put Kobe's name in the same sentence with his. It, it's going to take a little bit, and maybe he goes back to Boston and, and has a huge game. But like when you look at the stat line, like you said, like it doesn't seem like it's bad. You hit five threes, you're ten from twenty from you know from the field, ten rebounds, you end with the double double. I'm just kind of reading the stat line here, of course. But I heard right before we hopped on that they were talking about his turnovers and how it's kind of been an issue and how he leads. I think he now holds the record for most turnovers in a final series yep. ever, um, ever, ever. And then when you hear the names that are also paired with him, it's. <laughs> LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and I believe another other. Who's your third favorite player? So exactly, (laughs) Jimmy Butler. Not the best category of names to be into with that, but at the same time, it's because he's handling the basketball so much. 
And Jalen Brown did have five. So, I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about turnovers, we've noted before how, hey, if Golden State doesn't take care of the basketball, the physicality of the Boston Celtics are going to take advantage of that. Well, when you flip it around, it's like, well, hey, Golden State's not bad on the fast break either, especially when you got Jordan Poole, you know, being able to drop shots, and Gary Payton as well. They both dropped 15 and 14. Those are the guys from the bench that you need to step up for the Warriors if Steph's not hitting and if you're not getting anything from Clay, who dropped 21 last night. But it's still one of those deals where, like, maybe the thing, the reason I think this series is kind of boring is because there's not one particular player that's just taking over completely. Yeah, and you have the names. Like, we had Steph it. Curry do it one game, but I'm talking, like, over the entire series. Yeah, no one's dominated the series. You do. You have guys that, like, even, like, Steph, I think, is a great example. Drops 43 points in game four, and then in game five, 0 for 9 from three-point land. It just hasn't played well. It dropped 16 points. And so I you haven't seen anyone dominate the series. You've just had, like, game to game, like, oh, this guy's played well. And on the Celtics side, I wouldn't say anyone's dominated. You just have guys that have played pretty well. And maybe that should be, like, a credit to their coach. They're like, no one's going off dropping 30, 40 points. Mm-hmm. It's just this is our brand of basketball, and this is what we're going to do. And maybe next time we do see that happen where a player dominates in the finals, we put more respect on it. We're like, hey, this is kind of hard to do. Every single game. Yeah. Like Giannis last year. Yes. Dropping 50 in the finals. I know that you and I talked about it a lot. I don't think that the media talked about it enough. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like they were too concerned about like the 50 chicken minis from Chick-fil-A. It's like this dude dropped 50 in the NBA finals to end the, the playoffs. <laughs> now this year it's like, it's. Kind of Brooks has a great point here in the in the chat. LeBron has been in double-digit finals. He should be high on the turnover list. Tatum's been in one. He should not be that high. Well, I think it's ever like in an individual playoff series, not oh, collective. collectively. Yeah, yeah. So and just in an individual difference because, like, when you put it that way, I was just it was kind of one of those glass shattering moments there for me for a second. I was like, oh man, I I bet LeBron is bad. up there though. It is the collective list. I can't imagine there's anyone higher. He's yeah. played in so many NBA Finals. How many has he yeah. played in? Like nine? Is that wrong? That's, that's impossible, right? I think it's ten. I think it's ten or eleven. He's lost like three times to the Warriors. Uh, yeah, twice to the Warriors. Once to the Mavericks. Yep. And uh, who else did he lose to early in his career with Cleveland? Was it the Magic? No, they're both in the East. No. Yeah. He did he lose to the Finals once with Cleveland, didn't he? Before he left. And lost to the Spurs? Was it the Spurs or the Mavericks? The Spurs, it was both. Well, I know the Mavericks was with the Heat, but I didn't know yeah. if he lost because the Mavericks also won one in the middle of the 2000s. I thought. I think it was the Spurs, though. Mm-hmm. It um, was with Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Because there's that uh, gif. Well, that Not, was there's the that Heat clip as well. When Kawhi Leonard comes back in the game and LeBron's like, shit. <laughs> At the free <laughs> <Yeah>. throw line. <laughs> when Kawhi plays, he's very good. I miss watching him play. I do too. I wish he would have stayed with the Spurs and just continued to be that. I don't know guy. what happened there. Do you? I towards ACL, feel- but then he just like no news about him coming back. That's what I'm wondering. Like, was there a falling out? Like, did him and Coach Pop just like not get along? Or just oh, in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. He wasn't happy with uh, the minutes. They wouldn't do the load management stuff with him. Uh, and he got upset about it. Well, I mean, you're yeah. pretty good when you were forced to play. Kawhi is he's kind of the guy that started the load management stuff. To be actively be like, nope, not playing second game of a road trip. 
or the back-to-backs or whatever. But I, I've really enjoyed watching the game last night. I, I do think that it was closer than the scoreboard because the Celtics were able to fight back there in the third quarter. And then the start of the fourth quarter, it kind of uh, the Warriors pulled away from them a little bit. Uh, but it was a good game. Uh, Draymond Green fouls out. Yep. He did play much better, though. But what's funny, I love social media. People be like, Draymond's going off tonight. Like He is playing outside of his mind. Eight points, eight rebounds, six assists. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, six fouls. Yeah, I was going to say six fouls. <laughs> like, he's just right there. Seven, seven, seven. Everything. <laughs> Except for fouls. You can't get seven fouls. He fouls so much that it's almost like a... I didn't check his stat line. It's still got to be, like, pretty even points first fouls. Because I know before I coming think- into the night, he was up on fouls. Now it's got to be around... He might be even with it. Um, real quick, back to LeBron James. So he's been to ten finals. He's three and six, or four and three six. and seven. Three and seven. Thank you. In 07, he lost to the Spurs. In two thousand eleven, when he got to the Heat, he lost to the Mavs. Two thousand fourteen, they beat the Spurs because of Ray Allen in that game six forced a game seven. They win. Two thousand fifteen, yada yada. We know from there with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love to where we are now. But I just want to make sure we got that cleared up. And then back to uh, Draymond Green last night. I saw there was a moment where him and Gary Payton Jr. were, like, following Jason Tatum with the ball because yeah. Tatum just, like, dropped the ball That's off. That's so annoying. It is very annoying, but, like, I respect the hell of it with Jason Tatum. like, I'm not giving you this freaking basketball. I do, too. Like, like, I'm, not, I'm not going to hand this off to you. Like, you can follow me to the bench all you want. I will also say it would have been very hard for me to keep my hands to myself in that situation. Because, like, I don't think it would have been, if like, throwing Jason punches. Tatum? Yeah, but it would have been like I would have put a like a hand in your chest, but like get the fuck away from me. Yeah, like, like why I'm is on that my a side thing, of the though? court? Get away from me. Like the whole like I'm going to take the ball from you. I don't know because it's just Draymond Green being Draymond Green. Because that was like the the Devin Booker Luka Doncic thing too. It's like oh I'm going to take the ball out of your hands. I think like, it's I don't know I I don't it's like a dominant type. Yeah, of deal. I don't like, fully understand it, but I it's a sign of disrespect. Yeah, it in very my much opinion. Is. Like, it would piss me off. Yeah, like, same. Especially if I was Luka and, like, Devin Booker did that. Like, I would have hoped that like, would have had the same ability in terms of talent to be like, all right, you pissed me off. I'm about to drop another 20 on your ass. Yeah. Like, that would be really cool to do. Instead, I'm going to go down and put up a shot and brick it and be like, <clears throat> I can't buy a basket. And I'm going to go play defense <laughs> and give up a bucket because I lost my person in transition. So Yeah. And we were talking a little bit, too, about like which duo would score more points. Obviously, Steph Curry has an off night. Uh, Clay Thompson played pretty well for him. They combined for 37 points, while Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum scored 45 in a loss. So looking at our prop bets yesterday, neither of us won. I had uh, Brown and Tatum. We both went to Celtics? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't remember you. I remember you clarifying already. I just remember you doing it on the podcast. Uh, I don't know if I did. But, yeah, I I figured they would score more points. Honestly, I kind of thought the Warriors might win this one, too. Just oh, really? because at in San Francisco. Yeah. Tough to play. I do think the Celtics can steal game six. Do you think, and this is going to sound a little crazy and, like, not believable, but, like, do you think the Warriors would be okay losing game six in Boston so they can just go back home for game seven and win it there? Uh, like, would you rather want that? Like, we'd rather win. We'd rather host a game seven and win a championship at home again after, you know, our duration. Well, I think if you can choose, like, if we win this thing and we want to do it in six or seven, you probably want to do it in six, but it would be cool to win it on your home court. But you don't want to leave that up to chance. 
They're not going to be like, yeah, gentlemen, sweep here. Let's let them get this one so we can win it at home by any means. Very true. I also just – this is where a conspiracy theorist, the country comes out and is like, NBA wants seven games. Oh, 100%. I don't they're, even think that's a rig it conspiracy in a way theory. Like, we're just we're gonna there's gonna be seven games. This yeah, this ticket sales, that's another, you know, night of revenue for the NBA and advertising. They Owning definitely TV. want seven games. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody else, I the Celtics do. Warriors fans, I think they'll be just fine if this thing finishes in six. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of talk even uh, I think it was Draymond Green that was like Steph is gonna be livid coming off this game. Steve Kerr said like I, I'd love to see Steph come off of games like this because he's he's not gonna be bad two games in a row. Which is always true until it happens. So yeah. I think that he'll be fine. I don't know that he's going to go off in Game 6. Uh, there's the Clay Thompson Game 6 stuff. Uh, I am a firm believer that's not going to happen in Game 6 this time. I'm not saying that because last time <laughs> I watched Steph play in uh, Boston, he dropped No, I believe in that. Steph going off. I don't believe in the Clay Thompson Game 6. That won't happen this time. I know exactly what you're doing here. Nope, this is just me. I think Clay's getting old. I've loved him throughout his career. But he is just not the same player that he used to be. So, like, he was able to do it once. If he's able to do it again, then there's something just – he's a witch or something. Because <laughs> he's not been good this, the entire finals. So if he finds a way to go off again in game six, it's like, dude, you got to start tricking yourself to think every game is game six. <laughs> no shit. Uh, because if you're – played five games against this team – Game six, Clay's out. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just stop, like, unplug his TV, take his phone, and be like, hey, you know it's game six, right? And like, really? Because we just got here. It feels like game one. No, 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 Clay. This is game six, man. You've been in a daze, man. That's how much weed you've been smoking, dog. I have no yeah. idea if he smokes or not. But um, I don't, if he does go off in game six, he's going to be in every rap song for the next ten years with that line. You think so? I'm going off like Clay in game six or something along those lines. Some, something like that. Literally. Not a rapper. <laughs> you telling me the guy nicknamed Big Country is not a rapper? <laughs> uh, if I was a rapper, though, you'd just call me AC because I'm ice cold. Is that it? How long have you been using that one? Uh, a minute. <laughs> Since high school. <laughs> Graduated college. Did it as a joke. Everyone... Because, like, the baby, that was my whole reason it started. Because, like, I thought the rapper named the baby is the stupidest rapper nickname ever. I agree. I like, What's a stupid nickname I could come with? Be uh, Ice Cold AC. Cool. Just blowing nothing but coolness, baby. Mm-hmm. That sounded wrong. What's next? Let's Let the people know. That's why you're not a rapper. <laughs> I'm just out here blowing everything. Yeah, dog. Call me AC. I'm too cool. <laughs> I'll put it right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so far, there has been a lot of talk about the finals MVP. Like I said, after game four, I think everybody assumed it was going to be Steph Curry. Now, obviously, narratives change. I think it's got to be Andrew Wiggins, assuming the Warriors win this series. It's going to be Andrew Wiggins, I think. Now, a lot can change in Game 6, but like if it were over right now, there's a good good trend there that it's going to be Wiggins. Uh-huh. And on the Celtics side, I have no idea. If they actually pull through, it's going to be who has the best Game 6 and Game 7. Because I don't think Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum has done anything so far to be like, that's the Finals MVP. 
Yeah, I agree. So I'm trying to defend myself here in the chat, and I feel like Brooks just got me with like an obvious joke with the AC. He's like, what, ass cold? And I was like, no, like Eric Nishner, Austin Cunningham, AC. And it's just like, I don't need to explain my joke. Like, Brooks is just trolling me again. You try to mansplain through it. I did. Like, I like I just typed air conditioner. I was like, just stop, Austin. Like, just quit it. Don't let the people get to you. Right? Did you watch the movie Hustle yet? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I will tonight. I'll watch it tonight and then uh-huh. have a review tomorrow. <laughs> Full breakdown? Yeah. I'll have a mansplain tomorrow. Mansplain wins. <laughs> yeah. You see, the thing about movies is those people aren't real. They're just actors. But there's a lot of basketball players in there that are actual basketball players, but acting. Mind blown. Adam Sandler is not one of them. He's not a real basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, He didn't actually go to Temple and hurt his hand and ruin his <laughs> career. He'll just randomly show up to a basketball court and start playing, though. That is true. That would be so cool to just be playing pickup basketball, and here comes Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to hear the Bobby Boucher voice when you attack the basket. Like, Who do you think's better at basketball, you or Adam Sandler? Uh, how tall is Adam Sandler? He's going to be like 5'9". Me. And I know a lot of people are like, well, height doesn't matter. He's not going into the line, to tell you that. No, he's an outside shooter. He's 5'10". I'd be fine. Ah, would be. I mean, I just, it's kind of one of those deals and situations where I'm playing Adam Sandler basketball, and it's like, tack the basket, it's not going to happen. And I got I got some decent handles, Mel. I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize that. Because I'll show up to a court to play, and they'll be like, wow, you're a little bit quicker than I thought. And I was like, well, that was disrespectful. <laughs> Two, now watch me hit this little jumper right in your eye. And then there's moments where I do go a little cold. You know what I mean? Where I do go... Ice AC? AC, ice cold. <laughs> That's why they call you <laughs> AC. But then I flip it around when I do hit a big shot and I do the, oh, I got ice in my veins. Just kind of had to let them defrost a little bit. You, know I mean? you have the most dad trash talk I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I do hear when I'm on the court, I really don't trash. I trash talk myself because uh-huh. I get irritated. And then I was like, quit being loud. I like, quit talking. I like complaining because then like it does wear off on other people. And like if I hear someone else complain, it's like, well, let me kind of like up you, like build your confidence. And I'm over here just like building their confidence and then destroying mine with the next shot. And so it's just kind of one of those situations where it's like, dude, just shut up and play basketball. So I eventually just kind of have to tell myself that. What does think, though, is like playing defense in these pickup games is like how physical can you be? Because I never want to be the guy, like I am clearly am like one of the bigger guys on the court, of course, in terms of just like height and strength. And that's not just me trying to sound like cocky or egotistical. It's like it's just the, the truth because – Usually, like, the pickup games we play with, there's older guys from, like, the town that we're from. And so it's like, I don't want to be, like, playing defense and get too physical because if you do that, then you're going to piss somebody off. And it's like, there's no need to try and get in a fight here in one of these games. And the next thing is, I'm going to be tired for offense. I don't have that explosiveness stamina anymore. Oh, really? That's you know how hard it is to do a fast break nowadays? <laughs> it is brutal. I got to play a pickup game here in Webb City last, not this past Sunday, but the week before. I did two fast breaks in a row and thought I was going to die, dude. I was trying mm-hmm. to sub out, and they're like, we don't do that. I'm like, I don't either, <laughs> but I need it. <laughs> well, you're going to have to play with four then. I'm over here my just like waving my jersey at the coach. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm Why does this guy me. keep slapping the top of his head? Like, what, is, <laughs> what does that mean? Is he trying to he set a, a pick? Is he trying to breathe over there? <laughs> so you, when you were, like, actually competitive, not just pickup games, were you mm-hmm. a trash talker? No. 
I didn't understand my size. Like looking back at like playing basketball in high school, I didn't understand like my size or how strong I was. Ooh, humble brag. Yeah, I mean, and again, though, like yeah, I just didn't realize that it was a high school, and you know, you never want to be the guy that like blames coaches or anything. But it was just like it was kind of one of those situations where no one else was just like telling you as well, like hey, yeah. Like, if the coach would have measured you, then you would have no, realized. Not necessarily that. Just like I don't. It's tough to explain because like you're not trying to put the blame on any coach. It's just like a, there was no mindset of like just go be physical with someone, like go punish somebody. Like that wasn't like the mindset. It was just like. A weird take care of the basketball don't make mistakes so it was like hesitant type of gameplay instead of just like trying to fucking play basketball hmm. this might come as a big shocker to you i was a huge shit talker i wish i would have been like i wish i would have just been like i'm hurting anybody in the pain i also never wanted to be well the there's guy that hurt a difference anybody. between being physical and trash talking oh i get that but trash talking usually leads to physicality down in the so. post. I mean, yeah, you piss off a big guy, you get an elbow. Big you're elbow like right to the throat. Three inches taller than me. No, I'm not talking with you. Not playing. I know, I know, but you act like I've never been in the post. We were one A basketball. Oh, I've yeah, been down sure. there. I I know what it's like. <laughs> I know what's. I know how it is in the paint. I know how it is in the paint. Yeah, you should you should try it on the perimeter. I turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah, that's when the coach is like, "Hey, man." Just take care of it. <laughs> Football was worse, though. But the teams I played on, we were absolutely terrible. The like the only team success I ever had was in uh, baseball, which was the sport where I was like, I don't really give a fuck about baseball. I'm just out here to have fun. You were really physical? What did you say? You were what in baseball? Found success. Like We, we were really good at baseball when oh, I was yeah. younger. Uh, and even like the team, I stopped playing in high school because I didn't like the coach. And then we got a new coach my senior year. And he was really cool, and he was really good. And they finished second in state. Like that group was baseball was our sport, and I stopped playing. But football, huge shit talker. I, I said before, like one of my favorite things to do is I would get sacked because our team was bad. But it was my goal to get up before the defender did, so I could talk shit to them. That's how I talk shit on a very very bad football team. Like, okay, you thought you laid me out. Guess who's standing up first, though? <laughs> like, my ribs would just be screaming, but it's like, I got to be the first one up. <laughs> I'm definitely standing up before these motherfuckers. And then I would be like, you know, you, like the Mahomes, like, you got to hit me. Like, that didn't even hurt. Like, you're the one on the ground still. Did your coaches know that you were seriously injured then on the times that you didn't get up? That was not an option for me. Well, there was, didn't you get you hurt your knee one game, right? So. That was actually on a running play. I got my knee destroyed on a running play. Uh, it was a toss sweep. Toss the ball out, and I'm just carrying out the fake the other way. And then the running back reversed field to come back to me to where now I'm the lead blocker. Well, that defensive end on the left side where I was rolling out just dives right at my knee and Ooh. dislocated my kneecap. And it was that time, yeah, I, I couldn't get up. There was no getting up from that. But it was a run play where I got I really hurt. Before. I didn't realize that's what happened. Yeah, not even like a drop back, not oh. nothing. <laughs> I always understood the story that like you got sacked by like a really, really big kid and like you were kind of like in a pile and like your leg got stuck on a player. Nothing. And he'd come in like, and landed on it. Like, so <laughs> nothing like my that. My mindset, like I've always been picturing this. I'm like, this dude almost got his leg snapped in half, but instead it was his No, that's, that, that part, fairly true. It was in the oh. open field though. Yeah, I hate that. So, and I saw the running back. 
coming back my way. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to block now. I go to turn and, like, look for a guy to hit, and that's when he hit my knee at, like, uh, at, like my 2 o'clock, if I'm a, a clock. Just dove right for it. Ugh. Gruesome. What an idiot. Uh, but it was in the open field on a running play. That's I think my coaches were even like, how do you get hurt? Like, what happened here? And then they tried to watch back the game film, but uh, it wasn't very good, so we couldn't quite see it. Yeah. Which I'm glad because I probably would have thrown up. Yeah, that's nasty. But even the, the running back that, like, cut back the other way, he was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> there was a wall of defenders. <laughs> that's how bad we were. It was, it was terrible. We had very good skill position players. We had no offensive line. Yeah. And that's why I'm still like, how can you do this to Andrew Luck and give him no offensive lineman? It's so that's the most important positions in football. I know there's like the, the quarterback, left tackle. Yeah, offensive line is the most important group, though. Yeah. You need right. a wall, a center, and the two guards, and you might be able to be okay with some shitty tackles mm-hmm. in, at the high school level. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the NFL is kind of its own beast. Um, but back to basketball, I wanted to mention this too. Uh, Montrez Harrell is facing felony drug charges for three pounds of marijuana in a vacuum-sealed bag found at a traffic stop in Kentucky. I didn't know we were still giving out felony drug charges on marijuana. <laughs> no shit. Like, why? Well, now, you say it was three pounds? Yeah. So that's quite a bit. <laughs> that is a lot. Maybe that's like, like that intent a- to distribute. Oh, also, I don't know, he's like six foot nine, 250 pounds. There should be like a ratio. Like if you're this big, you can carry this much weed. <laughs> yeah, I saw that somebody is freaking hilarious. By the way, somebody tweeted out too. It was like he could have had like five gallons of alcohol. Nobody would care. But because it's three pounds of weed, it's like oh, like that you could have had a twenty-five gallon tank of alcohol that you're just pulling behind a truck, and people would be like, "You must be having a party. Can I go where you're going?" <laughs> but because it's weed, it's like, oh, this is a felony. You can buy with some smelly grass. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's going on over there? Yeah. I, I'll never understand uh, the drug charges. Like, even if he's selling it, that shouldn't be a felony. And I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal expert. But why are we going to have a guy be charged and be a felon for anything marijuana-related? I don't even know that selling it should be a felony. If I... Went out and sold some alcohol. Is that a felony? I don't know. So I don't. Uh, I don't understand it. Hopefully he. I think I don't know if it'd be a felony, but I know you're you're right. not allowed to sell it because you don't have a liquor license. Yeah, and like tax reasons. Mm-hmm. No one's like, yeah, well, actually, you could destroy your entire life with alcohol. We're like, yeah, you're 21. You're fine. <laughs> Go buy it. Just <laughs> Make don't some sell. Bad decisions. And now if you, you got do, time to recover. Yeah, if you do want to sell it, you actually you just have to get a license. It's pretty easy. We pretty much give them to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> like has a restaurant ever had their liquor license like declined if they do it's probably because you're already a felon yeah and i think a lot of it's more just like the sanitary issues of it as well yeah the health department it's like hey uh that's actually pretty freaking nasty we'll go uh-huh. ahead and just take that or here in uh where we live it's really hard to get a liquor license if you're located near a church yeah so our hometown actually has one of those little ordinance too where you have to be like so many yards away from a church to sell alcohol. Well, the way our hometown is set up, there are churches everywhere. So there's literally, there's one location where you can buy alcohol, and that's a Casey's General Store. And that's why, like, you can't have a bar in town anymore because everything is so close to a church. 
pretty how, messed how up. How far do you have to be? Because it would be kind of cool if Liberal did have a bar. I think it's like 300 yards. Put one right on Main Street. Now, then, it's a really bad decision because people are very irresponsible in that city. But <laughs> And there's like 600 people there, so it would just yeah. be worth There would be a couple people <laughs> that are coming through quite a bit, though. <laughs> like two that are <laughs> poor. <laughs> like, oh, we have nowhere to live. We'll just sleep here. Don't mind exactly. Us. That's probably what shut down the original one. Uh, but I, I just I can't believe that we're facing felony drug charges for any amount of weed. Like I don't even know why that matters. Yeah, it's just weed. I'm kind of over the whole weed thing now. Granted, I don't know how much three pounds is. I'll be honest, I've never really bought weed. I've smoked it, <laughs> but I never bought it. <laughs> I've done the old puff puff pass, my guy, but I've never just gone and bought it myself. <laughs> Jake put it in the chat. It should be like when your parents catch you with cigarettes, uh, make him smoke all of it. <laughs> right there. I think it was a movie. Hopefully, this wasn't a real life scenario where the cops did like a big drug bust and then they burnt all the weed. <laughs> yeah. Is that a movie? That's surely that's not a no, real. I think thing. that was a live report where uh, I think it was a fireman. Like there was a uh, a building had burnt down and they had a ton of weed in there. And they had, like, inhaled all of it, and he was just higher than a kite, like, trying to <laughs> do, like, a news report. And he just kind of started giggling. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a live news report. I think it is, too, but it sounds so stupid to actually be real. Like, it sounds like something that would happen on, like, an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, with, I don't know. With David Spade. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's get to some of our sponsors real quick. Kia, uh, go in there, mention us, get $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Check out their inventory. As always, if they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. And once again, mention us, $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride at Roper Kia. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your kind of ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is that there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, a lot of cool stuff on the website, so be sure to go check it out. You want to go see a helicopter, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. There's going to be one on the site. So be sure to check it out and make sure that there is one there for you that you can at least look at and be like, that's how much this would cost to buy. Uh, now some football news because uh, we're getting into the mandatory OTAs uh, for football. I know you were talking about the Chiefs are going to have theirs tomorrow. Yeah, it starts today. Starts today. Uh, the Browns, they reported it sounds like Deshaun Watson uh, also going to participate in minicamp. Uh, but I, I've seen – it's weird with the Deshaun Watson stuff. I've seen some tweets and I've seen some people reporting that you're going to have the 25th and 26th accuser against him now and i'm just gonna say it's kind of bullshit that your big time nfl guys are not reporting this yeah i haven't seen like a tom pelissaro uh, adam schefter nobody's yeah. coming out and saying like oh hey, by the way nobody like i i have to go in like uh, i think it was even brooks sent us uh, the tweet I'm like oh hey did you guys see this like no i didn't see it because no rapaport is not um I florio think, i think with that is you have to have trying to i'm trying to not i'm not trying to defend them but i'm just trying to be more understanding. like i think they need more information instead of just like putting that out there because they can get in trouble for like espn could get in trouble and nfl network could get in trouble mm -hmm. if they're just putting out these reports and further you know what i mean explaining it and getting more yeah it could turn it into like a defamation thing exactly it, it's so stuff like that to play it safe but it's still just it's concerning for anybody and everybody involved that it's now at 25 and 26 
Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're Deshaun Watson, like how do you continue to go about this? How do you continue to have all these allegations and you know accus- uh, accusations coming out here? And it's like you're still going to stick to the mindset that you did nothing. That's be getting harder and harder to believe. It was honestly really hard to believe when there was what 16 or 18, and yeah. now we're up at 26. That's insane. Yeah, and I was just doing a quick t- Twitter search to try to figure out if anybody has actually confirmed it. And I, I, again, I don't see anyone. But, you know, it's even kind of bullshit, though, because you have no problem reporting on other stuff that is rumored or speculation or comes directly from an agent. But now, because what's happening, you're, like, afraid to? Yeah. And I, I think you're probably right. I, I think there are probably memos being sent around NFL Network, ESPN, Fox, whatever it is. Like, hey, play this one pretty conservatively. We don't need Adam Schefter out here uh, tweeting something that's not 100% true or you know putting bad wording to something when somebody passes away. But I, I'll tell you, there are other people at ESPN that have no problem tweeting about it. I don't know if you follow Sarah Spain. She has no problem tweeting about it. She just did um, an hour ago. Yeah. And so, but where are the other big guys that are tweeting about it? I've tweet notifications on for most of them. Yeah. But I've seen nothing over the last 12 hours or so, 24 hours. And to me, that's kind of bullshit. But he is going to report to camp today. Um, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, I think the Browns are going to pay this guy and play him until – the NFL says different. I don't know if you've seen this. I just did a Deshaun Watson search, excuse me, search on Twitter. He's currently on the football field practicing for the Browns. Yeah, I knew he was going to be this morning. Wow. Yep. He's reported to camp. He's going to he's going to pay. He's going to get paid. He's going to play until the NFL steps in. Cuz all the legal stuff, it's not going to be settled for forever. Holy cow, dude. That's not right, man. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Especially with two more accusations coming out, that is that's not good at all. Yeah, he's just going to be on the field out there, just playing, and somebody else is going to be suing him. I wonder what this final number ends up getting up to. I have no idea. And what are these? I mean, are we going to get stories on these twenty fifth and twenty sixth allegations on what necessarily happened? Because that's the other thing too. Is like you got to get the stories out there on like what happened, what was your experience like, and if you're Deshaun Watson, it's like it's just going to be. It's going to be really disgusting that he's dealing with these allegations to this level and that, that's this concerning, and there's going to be people just rooting for him on Sundays. Like, right. Like it's, a, it's going to be hard to be a Browns fan, and mm-hmm. it usually is because you guys have not been very good. But it's like now it's – do we root for this guy? You know what I mean? Like we're sitting here winning football games, but this dude's disgusting. Shouldn't be playing. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, even uh, you and I have rooted for guys like – uh, Tyreek Hill, yeah, Kareem Frank Hunt. Clark, yeah, there's been a lot of them on the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. Um, and sometimes it is hard to separate the terrible actor, terrible person from the player on the field, especially when they score a touchdown. And, and my thing with Tyreek Hill is, I do. There's a lot of truth behind that story that was never really talked about. Yeah, and I don't know how much of it he's guilty of. And I always went to the part of he has custody of those children. So if you're like oh, Tyreek Hill is a child abuser. Well, the state of Missouri or Kansas decided he was the more fit parent and that those kids weren't removed. So there's a lot of doctoring of the recordings yeah. and things like that. But with Tyreek, I always said, I, I'm i not going to root for him. Like, I'm not going to uh, buy one of his jerseys. 
But if he scores a touchdown, I'm happy for my team. With Deshaun Watson, I think it's a little bit different. I, I, are you happy if he runs a touchdown in? I guess if he throws for a touchdown, you can at least say, like, oh, I'm happy for whoever caught it. Like, I can cheer for that guy, but not Deshaun Watson. But it's going to be tough to sit there on a Sunday and cheer for the Browns when he does something good. And there's, uh, I think there are going to be a lot of people out there probably in protest come maybe today, maybe even today out there at practice and minicamps, but definitely on Sundays. I mean, yeah. It's just it's a weird situation, dude. And I, how in, like just how is he not on the exemption list, like the NFL commissioner exemption list? Mm-hmm. And it, it's weird too because even with the, the NFL, to play devil's advocate a little bit, and like it's hard to suspend a guy just based on allegations. So I, I can kind of understand that, but you know they've done their interviews. Did, was the NFL? I don't remember if they talked to any of the accusers. I know the Browns did not. Yeah, they had a private investigator do – the Browns had a private investigator, the way they said it, like third party, speak to people but not to the women directly because they mm-hmm. couldn't do that and get involved with the court case. But they were comfortable enough with what they had heard and what was reported back to them to sign them to that contract. Which <laughs> here we are now. Okay, and I, I I'll steal this from our guy Matt, who's always said it before. If Hannibal Lecter were good at football, we would just say he had an eating disorder. Yeah, and like our guy Dylan texts me too. Winning cures everything. In the NFL, if you're good at football, they'll find a spot for you on the field. Yeah. Even back to like the Kaepernick stuff, Eric Reed still played. Like uh, you know, a lot of the guys that kneeled still played. And so if you're good, even if the NFL disagrees with you or if you're a shit human being, you'll play. Yeah. Frank Clark, I don't think he should be in the NFL anymore. I think he's a shit person. Yeah. I don't root for him. Uh, you know, guys like um, uh, who's the fighter? Hardy, Greg yeah. Hardy. Yep. If he were getting 10 sacks a year, he'd still be playing. Oh, without a doubt. Like, I just don't know how. <laughs> Why do people just sit there and look at that and then go, well, you're good at football, you'll play. Like at some mm-hmm. point, your morals have to be – Better than what they are. Yeah, because those guys want to win. Those owners say, like, hey, I, well, it probably actually starts with the coach. I, I want this guy in. I'll vouch for his character. I'm going to take it to the GM. Mm-hmm. GM takes it to the owner, and everybody signs off on it. Of, Yeah, we're going to go ahead and sign this guy. Okay. And some people do deserve a second chance. I still think Michael Vick deserves it, deserved a second chance in the yeah. NFL. He messed up really bad. I, I think that he came through and bettered his career. Even Tyreek, I think he deserved a second chance, but yeah, Deshaun Watson. I <laughs> twenty six accusations later, like you yeah. had plenty of chances to stop doing it, and you just continued to add to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, the NFL should come out and make a stand and be like, "Hey, we are actually zero tolerance policy," which I think they have come out and said that before. They've said it. They've not acted on it. Yeah, they've never done it, but uh, they could. And then Baker Mayfield uh, not reporting to the Browns. Uh, has permission. He's excused from that. But the talk of the Carolina Panthers is heating up again. I don't know who's doing it. I Both sides, the Baker Mayfield camp, Carolina Panthers camp, have both said, like, no, we're good. <laughs> so is this just – maybe it's the Browns that keep doing it. They're like, hey, know. we need to release this. Like, say that the Panthers are interested, so maybe other teams will be like, oh, shit. And we should the put Panthers in a call. are just sitting there like, no, we're not. Like yeah. the general manager sent at his desk scrolling Twitter's like we are we are not interested. This is this is a horseshit yeah. lie. What dumbass scout leaked this information? Because yeah. it is. Damn it, false. Jerry. 
I do think that Baker Mayfield probably a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. I feel like that's comfortable to say. Yeah, I'm not like super confident in that statement because Sam Darnold has had nothing around him, but he's probably just not good. Baker Mayfield had a lot around him last year, but was hurt. If I had to pick one to be my starting quarterback, Baker Mayfield for nineteen million, Sam Darnold for fifteen million, I'm going to take Baker Mayfield though. Yeah. Do I want both of them coming in for thirty four or whatever it is? Nah, no, <laughs> I do not. But we'll see what happens. There are there are some rumors and speculations about that one. And then uh, speaking of Tyree Kill a lot today, he uh, had his podcast. It was uh, kind of being released yesterday. I know Brooks was even in the the chat asking mm-hmm. if we were talk about it. I hadn't really got a chance to read all of it so or listen to it, so I didn't want to yesterday. Yep. Um, as a Chiefs fan, I, I don't know if I believe a lot of it, and I told you yesterday we did talk about it on radio. It felt like Tyreek contradicted himself a lot. Anytime he came out with like a, oh, definitive statement, like it wasn't about the money – there would be something to contradict it. One of the, like, he came out and said $26 million would have been enough to stay in Kansas City. But he had Drew Rosenhaus on his podcast with him, and they even said uh, the big turning point was the Devontae Adams deal. Mm-hmm. So at one point you're saying it's not about the money, I would have stayed for this. And then the next statement, oh, the Devontae Adams deal, that was a huge turning point for us. Yeah, and they brought up, like, the guarantee amount as well, and I don't know how much that had to play into it, but that's kind of where everyone's mindset right now for players, especially with these new contracts, is how much money am I going to get guaranteed? Mm -hmm. That's what I want. So the Chiefs could have been like, yeah, we'll give you 26, but we're only going to guarantee about, you know, 18 of it. When you're sitting here looking at Miami, it's like, we'll pay you 30, and we'll guarantee 22 of it. And it's like, well, I'm also going to go to Miami and enjoy the beach, you know, F the snow here in Kansas City in the ice, Mm -hmm. which – I get and I understand, and I don't, and I've said it here before, and I'll say it again. I don't have any issue with Terry Kill wanting to go get his money. Any and everything that he did in Kansas City, he's been a four-time All-Pro over the last you know season since 2014. He's had 67 touchdowns, three-time All-Pro. Excuse me. And it's like this guy has dominated in Kansas City and in the NFL. He's won a Super Bowl, been to the Pro Bowl, several playoff wins, great games. Go get your money and enjoy life in Miami with your family. That's fine. I'm okay with it. But when you hop on the podcast and then just try to like point the finger at other people and then say like, oh, they, you know, kind of regressed, you know, my targets or like tried to change the offense where yep. I wasn't getting enough looks to possibly mess with my contract, that's kind of diva-ish to me. Like that's yeah. a little bit of a reach. And I do think, again, I didn't listen to it. I read an article about it yesterday. I think that Tyreek came out and said like, no, I don't think they were actually doing that. They, as in Kansas City or Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. Again, contradicting himself. At one point, he was like, oh, I wasn't a, it wasn't about targets. I don't care about targets. But mm-hmm. then he used the example of like, oh, in week one, I had 11 catches. In week two, I only have four targets. But I didn't even go to the media. I was upset, but I didn't go to the media. Yeah. It's like, are you upset about it or are you not? And I, Tyreek Hill, very good football player. I think he's one of the dumbest people in the NFL. He is <laughs> like, just He is not smart, and you can hear it when he talks. And another thing with it, too, is like, the game plan for you is going to change week to week. Like, you're going to have a defensive coordinator that's like, I trust our defense. There's no need to put that much focus on Tyreek. Well, guess what? You're going to go off for 11 receptions and 130-some yards. Next week, that next defensive coordinator is going to go, we need to slow down Tyreek. Someone else is going to beat us. And that's when Travis Kelsey goes off again. And it was just like a back and forth all year long. 
And also the fact that Mahomes, there was you know, a little bit of discussion. It was like, have we figured out how to slow down Mahomes? Take away the deep shots. Can they hit anything underneath? And that was something else that Tyreek mentioned on the podcast was, you know, Patrick clearly has the stronger arm, but two is more accurate. He's like, you know, I don't need the deep shot all the time. Right. I just need, you know, just like, let me take, like, let me catch a ball like I did in that Buffalo Bills playoff game where I catch it, you know, 15 yards and I take it for 70. That was a fantastic play. Loved getting to see that play. But at the same time, it's like, I, I understand it in a way, and what I think he really tried to mean, and I did explain this on radio yesterday, is that when he's talking about Patrick Mahomes and, like, has he has a stronger arm, but two is more accurate, I think what his, like, complete reasoning was, yes, Patrick Mahomes has a really strong arm, and he wasn't saying that he's not necessarily accurate, but it's like it turns into backyard football a lot. To where, like, you run your route, and it's like, okay, hey, this should be kind of where the look should be for me to kind of get the ball here. And it's like I look back to see where Mahomes is, mm-hmm. and he's running away. You know what I mean? He's running backwards. Yeah, he doesn't want to do the whole fuck it Tyreek's down there Exactly. Somewhere. And it's just like after a while, Tyreek's like, okay, hey, I just want to be able to, like, run a slant. I just want to be able to run an in and out, and boom, there's the ball. Because when you look at Tuitz, he does, you know, just drop back, go through his progressions. And when we talk about Tua. He is, you know, all the discussion is he's an accurate quarterback. He's going to put the ball where it needs to be. We talk about Mahomes coming out of college. You know, he's a gunslinger. He's going to turn, you know, he's going to turn the ball over. He's going to try and force in situations. And we have seen that at times. I think Patrick has gotten better, but Patrick's gameplay and Tua's gameplay are totally different. And I think maybe that's where Tyreek's like, it's going to be a nice little change of pace to just run my route and then my job's done. Mm-hmm. It also comes off kind of lazy now that I've explained it that way too. Where Tyreek's like, I just want to run my route and the play's over with. If I don't get it on, you know, the first, second, or third look, I'm out of the F and play. In Kansas City, it's like I could be the eighth look because Mahomes has extended this play so long. I now have to run the opposite end of the field against Washington here and catch the ball in the opposite hash mark when I was already on the right sideline. It's like, yeah, that's a that's a tough play. It's pretty exhausting. I just like <laughs> to take my money and chill out for a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I have no problem with him. Taking his money. And I feel like too many people do this is that you have to make an excuse or you have to give a reason for why you wanted to do something different. Like for Tyreek, all he needed to say was, I didn't want to play in Kansas City anymore. Mm -hmm. That's enough of a reason. You don't need an excuse for why you want out of that team, that relationship. Just go do what you want to do. And especially in an NFL career that's so short anyway. I know we've talked about it before. Like eventually, like if I were ever an athlete, I would want to play for the Royals. Like that's what I, I would make it happen to where, like, at some point in my career, going back to Kansas City. Yeah. Even if I'm very happy wherever else, Tyreek maybe had that pool to Miami, and that's enough of a reason. It doesn't have to be like, oh, the money was better here, the targets, whatever. It could just be, I like Miami. Not even like a family thing. I don't know why we all have to make those excuses. Because I think his family's from Georgia, so it's like now I just move my family from you know a bad situation in Georgia to Miami. We can all live mm-hmm. together, be together, because I'm making $30 million to catch a foosball. <laughs> right, Bobby Boucher? Yeah. yeah. So I, I do think that as a Chiefs fan, one thing I was really happy about is the quote where he said he, uh, referring to Andy Reid, he know that without Cheetah on the field, he know that, hey, Pat, you're going to have a long day today. <laughs> if you think Patrick Mahomes didn't write that down, you're wrong. Oh, my God. And I can't I'm wait for so this. excited about that. Like week three where he's like, ah, you know, I thought it might be a long day out there. <laughs> like I can't wait for a comment like that when, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster goes off. MVS has like a big reception. McCole mm-hmm. Hardman is like taking opportunity, like full advantage of his opportunities. Yep. And 
Tyreek did a good job too of complimenting Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, sure. he's the and greatest they are fucking quarterback like they in the all, league. They all are. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, like Jake says, twenty-six mil in Mahomes or thirty mil in the Dolphins. Then you throw in that weather, and it's like, I'll take 30 mil on the Dolphins. Who cares about winning anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get some more sponsors here. Club 609, home to the best happy hour in all of the world from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock every weekday. And then their special happy hour from 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. every Saturday featuring their two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They have been here for a while, so they know what they're doing. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to need that oil change in those tire service. So if you're here in the four-state area and Joplin, Missouri, go to Downtown Lube to get that taken care of. And now for a game called Tell the Truth Tuesday, you have two of them today, so I'm going to let you go first. I, I just have the one. Yeah, my first one is I'm back in the trading card game. The trade, okay. In the rundown, it says back in the card game. Yeah. I'm like, is this motherfucker, like, <laughs> is he addicted to poker? What's he doing? Yeah. He's playing Uno? Solitaire, motherfucker. <laughs> the trading card game. Yeah, my okay. buddy Damien right here in the chat, uh, Angel Hands, if you see him in the chat, kind of talk about his name is Damien. Good buddy of mine that I've known since high school. Came by last night, got a couple drinks at 609. Hands me a packet of trading cards, and one of them, a couple of them, are Patrick Mahomes cards, worth some money. Dude just gifted them to me. He's like, I'm going to get you hooked back on this. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And uh, my parents are moving out of the house, or the house that I grew up in is being sold, so I got all my stuff out of the house, my like bucket or like bundles and packets of trading cards that I had as a kid that I've been collecting, and I started flipping through those, and like now that he's got me – like. Gave me these cards last night. I was like, dude, I need to go to Walmart and just buy like another deck of trading cards. But I'm back in the game, and I am ecstatic. You're about to go nuts with the old mini helmets. I'm going nuts with the trading cards because when that cycle comes back in another 15 years and people <laughs> right. are spending $15 million on this shit, mm-hmm. I got some cool ones. And I'm going to have to let Damien know. I'm going to have to share it with him. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer that I usually am, but here goes. I think a lot of people just – feel like any Patrick Mahomes card is going to be worth a lot of money. And I don't know that that's necessarily No, no, no. I know exactly. Correct. These aren't just like a normal, like they're the specialty cards. Uh-huh. So like right now it's already priced at like a decent point. And you're like, you see it and you're like, this card's worth this much right yeah. now? So it is kind of one of those deals where like they do have specialized cards that are different. They only make like six of them. Yeah. You know, or they only make like 60 and mm-hmm. then they kind of just randomly go out. So it's kind of one of those deals you find them in a I've pretty neat. encountered some people through traveling over the – last couple of years they'll be like, i have this card and be like dude like, that's cool he's a good player nobody gives a shit about that aaron donald card that they made 2000 of yeah <laughs> this just because it's a good player doesn't mean it's a good card yep. sometimes it'll be like oh hey this quarterback who's decent they only made six of them or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's like that's what makes it valuable and the brands matter too you can't mm-hmm. just go buy the shitty cards and yeah. like, oh, there are this. some cards that are like a see-through design it was weird mm-hmm. very neat yeah i used to collect cards as a teenager mm-hmm. it kind of stopped when i became an adult though yeah i need to go back through because i feel like there's going to be some cards i heard what you said that. <laughs> i didn't know because i want to go back as a kid and just be like you know mm-hmm. who's what's a rookie card that i had that i didn't realize who the player right. was when i was uh younger i wasn't necessarily a kid but 
like a 13, 14-year-old, we used to always buy these packs of cards from Casey's that were just rookie editions. Yeah. And we would get them and be like, oh, shit, Vince Young rookie card. Yeah. Hold on to this one. Make sure you put that in a plastic protector. It's worth like 50 cents. It's And it's yeah. not even because Vince Young wasn't good. It's just because those are shitty cards that no one cares about. And that's how they get you. It's like, oh, I bought a $2 pack of cards. I got this rookie. It's not worth anything, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I am in the mini football. I tell the truth Tuesday. I went to a an antique store yesterday, and I got one hell of a haul for like $50. And it's not um, trading cards. I'm not into cards. Yeah. But like starting lineups are still very much a thing for me. Yep. And I bought a shitload of them yesterday. You and did. Then, you bought a lot of cool stuff, and your little corner side of the office is looking pretty freaking neat. It's pretty full over here. I don't always get to see I it mean, because everything's to, like, behind if me. You need to put some stuff over here so you can look at it. Like, I'm not going to be. I that. have. I've started putting stuff you put your on pictures your side. Up. I want some of them damn action figures on my shelf. Oh uh, well, you're going to need to buy those. Those are expensive. I'll tell you one thing. I did. You yesterday. just told me you got a decent haul of them for fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. I'm not spending fifty bucks on you. <laughs> just I'm not saying you got to spend it on me. I'm just saying you could put some over here if you need to. I'm not going to oh, take no. it. I understand what's yours. Uh huh. And you know I'm too nice to be like, oh, this is mine now. Except for my scissors that are still at your desk. Goddamn, my bad. I got my fucking name on them. Dude, Jesus. Oh, passive aggressive there, huh? Take the fucking scissors. You're over here every day. I, I did get a nice. Uh, hey, next time you come to scare me, just grab your scissors while you're over here. You sure you want me to do that? No, I'll bring them to you. I did get a nice little haul yesterday, and I'm into it. I even uh, fired up the old eBay account again. <laughs> I, and I'll say this um, last night I got on Facebook Marketplace, too. That's another place to buy like cheap stuff. There is a lady, and I hate that I say this online because I don't want anybody else to go. Yeah, I'm gonna I, say it tomorrow. Okay, I need to. I need to like make sure. I was I gonna say, hold some. on that because you're just now telling me as well. Just we'll talk about it off air and we'll buy some shit and then we'll tell everybody else. <laughs> I there are people out there that don't know what they have. I will say that right now, and it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you are a moron uh, for even posting this online. But there are some people out there that are like, oh, like the card things. They think, oh, just because it's a cool player, like I'm going to just ridiculously outprice this thing. Yep. I saw a, it was a Bo Jackson starting lineup yesterday. They were trying to sell it for $150. Part of it was opened. <laughs> like, I get it. Bo Jackson's cool. He's not $150 for an open starting lineup. Yeah. Like, sorry. Calm like, down. Yeah, try you pissed again. at your kid. We know your kid opened uh -huh. it. I was lit. I literally scrolled like a, a couple more pages or whatever and saw the same Bo Jackson, like Auburn Heisman Trophy winning starting lineup, which is a cool one. Mm -hmm. uh, it was for like $50, and there was nothing wrong with the packaging. Did you get it? No. I didn't. Oh. 50 is a little much. I was going to say, my God, Bella. No, yeah, 50 for one. But I've also uh, realized that <laughs> cards do this too. These things called lots. Yeah, where you just buy a lot of them. <laughs> I had no idea what that was until yesterday. Welcome to it. Mm -hmm. But I also have uh, into many football helmets. Got more of those on the way. And more starting lineups on the way. Because, 
we were talking about golf clubs. I, I feel like there are also, again, a lot of ladies out there who are just like, yeah, these were my husbands. These were my dads. I have no idea what they are. You can have them. It's like, uh, yeah, here's like $20 for the lot. Right there. Yeah. And I'll be like, that's a King Griffey Jr. starting lineup right there. And you're just, that's 20 bucks. <laughs> so what are we doing, lady? <laughs> like, Start hitting up some yard sales. I have a message out to like three different people about some stuff I'm pretty excited about. I'm not ready to reveal it yet because I don't want somebody swooping in on me. So uh, you fuckers stay off Facebook Marketplace for the next 24 hours. Uh, my first Tell the Truth Tuesday, I revealed this on radio last night. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I, it was my plan for it's today. Stuck to me. Uh, this weekend, I had my daughters. Uh, it was super hot outside, and I don't know if this is just me. One of my favorite things to do on those summer nights that you love so much is go get ice cream late at night. So yeah. we did that. Uh, we went to Brahms because that's my number one spot, but the line was like backed up. And so then we went to Dairy Queen, and I'm like reading off the things to my daughters that they can get at Dairy Queen, and I was like, you could get this blizzard, like that, that. And then I told him, like, I've actually never had a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Until this weekend, 34 years old, I had never had a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Even my 8- and 9-year-old were like, what the fuck, Dad? What have you been doing? <laughs> but I'm, I'm very bland. I, I, I'm not a big sweets guy, so I usually just get the ice cream cone there. I'll do the dipped cone. First time experiencing the Dairy Queen blizzard, and we have this plan. Kansas is going to allow for legalized gambling before Missouri is. We are about 10 minutes away from Kansas. There's a Dairy Queen right over the state line. That's going to be my hotspot for gambling. I'm going to go to Dairy Queen. I'm going to give me a Reese's Blizzard, and I'm going to lose all kinds of money on sports <laughs> gambling because that's where I'll be able to do it. So, like, come July 1st, I don't know if I need to get, like, a membership at Dairy Queen. If when you hear uh, Mike presented by Dairy Queen, you'll know why. <laughs> yeah. Because we've either hit the jackpot in their fucking parking lot with bets, <laughs> or we're just going to be buying so many damn blizzards that they're going to be like, oh, we just, I mean, maybe we ought to match the money they're giving us and just maybe give a little bit of it back. Because I'm going to be over there with you. Like, I'm going to be right behind you or right in front of you. I, I, said, I said it yesterday on radio, too. And I, I honestly, I think I might just buy a TV to put in the Dairy Queen. Like, if this actually happens, if Missouri's not going to allow us to gamble, I'll be over there at Dairy Queen. Oh, without a doubt. Every Sunday morning. What time is it open? Hopefully at 10 or so. Yeah. Get myself a blizzard and prepare to do my NFL bets. <laughs> Bingo. We might do call-in live from Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's our bets of the weekend. Uh-huh. I, I think it would be a great sponsor. But I, I can't believe that I waited that long to have a blizzard. I know. I'm, I was stunned when you said it yesterday. And then we went over uh, all the other restaurants. You haven't been to Sonic and had a Sonic Blast. No, yeah. I, you haven't had a concrete from Freddy's. Nope. Luckily, you've been to Andy's. Mm -hmm. where we were going to quit the show right there. Yesterday Usually, the like, of it. yeah, those little ice cream places. If you say ice cream to me, that just means like vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. It's not the blizzards, the blast, or yeah. whatever. You do the old ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I know. I'm stupid. I also don't like cookies. I'm a, uh, a chocolate chip cookie dough and Snickers mix. Mm -hmm. Ooh, no, no, no. Peanut butter with chocolate chip cookie dough. I don't <laughs> do the Snickers because it's too thick. If you bite into like biting into a cold Snickers hurts yeah. your teeth. No, I can't. I, yeah. Some people bite into ice cream. I can't do it. I think you're crazy if you do. So I just have peanut butter mixed in with the old vanilla, and then mm -hmm. you sprinkle on a couple. Of we were we we're dough. sitting at Dairy Queen here in Joplin, not the one in Kansas. Mm -hmm. We're sitting there, and I eat my 
blizzard. I take my first bite and I was like, holy shit, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just looking at me like, this guy's really never had a blizzard before in his life. Apparently they eat them all the time with their mom. Uh, But I was like, you have to try this. This is going to change your life. And they're like, dad, we've had this before. (laughs) We've been living. You're the one who's been in the dark ages here. But yeah, my Tell the Truth Tuesday had my first Dairy Queen blizzard. And if you are like me and you haven't, this is not an ad. It's not a sponsor. You should get one. They're really good. <laughs> what was your reaction when I did the old tip upside down and then handed it to you? I've seen it before, so okay. I knew it was coming. I was waiting for you to be like, don't spill my ice cream. <laughs> no. That's my Reese's Blizzard. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did. Like, I was talking with my daughters. Like, why do they do that? I was like, I guess it's just supposed to be like thick. So they, they yeah. do that. I don't, I don't really know. I do remember the first time I saw it happen, though. I was probably in my late teens, early 20s. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, why'd they do that? What's yeah. the point here? But I was a little mind blown the first time. Again, I don't know why I wasn't going to Dairy Queen more. I don't need. You know what's stupid though is we go all the time. Like that used to be on like our a, road trips. Yep. Yeah, that's where we stop and get like some chicken strips and fries. Yeah. So I don't know. That that's on me. That's my fault. It's my bad. You got another one that I'm very curious about. Yeah, it's called the mellow effect, and uh, you do it quite a bit to where it's. I I think you realize you do it, or maybe not. But like I will say something that someone else has told me like as a joke or something that was funny and you give me a look on like why did you take time out of your day to tell me that and i'm just sitting here i will say like a clear fact of information or something like just a statement and you will just respond like i and i (laughs) this is just going to sound dramatic but you almost respond or like have a look on your face like this fucking idiot and i'm just like oh that's tough but Sometimes like I can't jokes. hide my not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and like I totally get it because it's just how you are. So That's like, why I'm not good at relationships. It doesn't hurt my feelings or anything. So I don't want you thinking that. Like this isn't me opening up about nothing like that. But I just think it was funny. And I noticed it right before we hopped on the show. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I have to talk about this because it just cracks me up. that you'll just be like, Are you talking about the Chiefs interview? Because I definitely did it today. Uh, I think you were coming back from the bathroom or something. You're like, hey, the Chiefs are going to be doing this interview, Andy Reid, a couple yes, players 100%. today at 1. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Thanks for the information. It was like just like a statement like that. It was like maybe it will help like for later. If you need something for the radio show today, you you know about it. I was like, I don't care. I was like, all right, perfect. But one, the reason I'm calling it the Mellow Effect is because you do it to me and I've caught myself doing it to other people when they tell me something about information I don't care about. Or I'm just like, I'm not even going to give you a response. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I'm bad about it. So that I'm calling too. it the mellow effect where it's like I'm finding the balance of mm-hmm. having that mindset of just like I'm not showing any attention to that. Or it is the, like some of your comebacks and wittiness I get to use on other people because I clearly can't do it to you because you just, again, too fast, you know, too quick with it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's part of the nickname, the mellow, is that I don't really get too up or too down about anything. Yeah, it's so, a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, again, I, I remember going to my first Royals game. It was against the Cubs, Sammy Sosa. He's uh, on like that. He, he broke the record, I think, for most home runs hit in a month. I got to see him play baseball that month. I got to see him hit a home run that month. And my mom was like, are you having fun? Like, are you good? I'm like, oh, this is the best time ever. I'm having the time of my life, but my face doesn't show it. And my emotions don't always (laughs) show it. And then sometimes I'm just like, I'm not super excited about that, but you are so cool. 
that's I'm happy for you. Uh, I will tell you that when you are up about something, boy, you are up. Yeah, it's usually alcohol or drug induced. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but nah, but that's <laughs> tell the truth too. I was going to like, oh, the Chiefs won the AFC Championship game, moonshine. Chiefs won the Plastic. Super Bowl, <laughs> bottle of Grey Goose. <laughs> yep. The, Solid point. What's crazy is like the alcohol is definitely an upper for me. Yeah. I know same. people always say like, oh, it's a depressant. I'm sure that it is and it can be terrible and you can have alcoholism. For me, it just, it makes me more talkative. Without alcohol, I'm actually a pretty quiet person. Yeah. It just super laid back to the point where I've had people be like, meet them and then say like, I thought you'd be a little more like, oh, you're just super laid back. I'm like, yep. Check the nickname, dude. I, I earned it. <laughs> you don't call me mellow because I'm fucking happy all or not not happy. Yeah, <laughs> excited all the time. Yeah, because I'm excited about everything that you do. And yeah. That's just that's not me. I had one more listener tell the truth Tuesday. Uh, tell the truth Tuesday again. This is from last week to piggyback off of countries. Colorado is color auto, which is <laughs> still great. <laughs> you mansplained how to spell Colorado. <laughs> I did. Just further explaining for anyone that I didn't pick up on, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, just trying to help. Man, I had an speaking of mansplaining. Uh like I I think I said yes. I got asked to help like bartend like a private party event and I was bar I was with people that I didn't really know and they were trying to use a keg and like one of the girls mm-hmm. didn't know how to do it, so I helped her. Well, another girl came over and I was just like, "Hey, do you know how to do that? Like, do you need any help with it? And she just like gave me a look and I was like, whoa, okay, like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to mansplain how for you to use this or anything. And she was like, oh no, I don't. I just thought you were going to tell me. And I was like, whoo, I about got my ass chewed. We're already making jokes on the podcast about me mansplaining, but I actually do not want to be the person out there that's just like, oh, do you not know how to do this? Let me do mm-hmm. it for you. Because you I usually mansplain like to just to me. It's not like, oh, you're yeah. a woman. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just in case, because like as soon as you ask them, I was like, "Oh, you don't know how to use a keg? Like you're fine." They're just, like, I oh, yeah, rrr. I don't. I'm not. I've only used a keg uh, a lot of times. I've never. Like, I'm not the guy that sets it up ever. Yeah. So and there's uh, like the, the taps or whatever. It, for some reason, no like, idea. I didn't know how to. I used to, of course, not know how to do it either. And I thought it was like like one of these very difficult things to do. You literally just set it on there and twist it. Like, that's it. And you're just like, no shit. All right, cool. It, you, like, what about the, like, CO2 levels? That's I've heard people just, say that before. pump it. And when you pump it, you just get it. If you do it too much, you're just going to shoot out straight foam. So you got to do it about four or five times, and then it's just ready to go. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had some people set up a keg before and then just be like, this is actually, this is terrible. <laughs> Somebody yeah. messed up. Well, I'm not that guy. so much foam I don't know to start with. So mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah. Uh, the Tell the Truth Tuesday from the listener, though. Um, it took me about 15 years to realize the rapper Flo Rida was from Florida. The only reason I found out was that he took his shirt off and he had a big back piece with the state of Florida above it. I love this one because I know a guy specifically that also didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Um, we were at a party. 12 years ago, like when Flo Rida was popular. For sure. And uh, the dude is like listening to the song. And he's like, who is this? I, what artist is this? And it's like, pick up the phone. Like, he's right there. Like, just check it out. And he's like, Flo Rida? Flo, Florida? What, what is it? Like, how do you say this guy's <laughs> name? He had no idea how to say it. And he's like, Flo 
Rita? Like, is this guy's name Florida? Like, what is this thing? No, it's, it's Flo Rida. <laughs> it's a dumb name, but he really likes the state of Florida. But this guy also had no idea. But I That's tell the great. truth Tuesdays. I love them. I love when the listeners do it, too. I feel like they always have good ones. Especially when you can pay back off me going Colorado. Or Colorado. And I know they're sitting on some good ones, too. Oh, I do, too. I'm just waiting. And you can remain anonymous. Don't feel embarrassed <laughs> if you just tell us. We're not going to tell each other either. Yeah. So we'll just keep it private. We'll just put in the parts that you wanted the story in there, and then we'll leave out the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it for us today, though. I have uh, more starting lineups to buy. <laughs> I'm looking. He's over here looking at the ones he already had. I should do – I probably need to do, like, a TikTok video. Jake like a reveal? The, Jake in the chat earlier said that mic'd up money showing with all these cards and mini helmets. Hey, Bob, we're on the uh, we're on the clearance section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going we're to just do. finding the right deals. We're not just finding any deal. We we're doing some homework. Here. You should have saw me come back from the antique store yesterday. It was like this Ben Wallace six dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a, a Mo Vaughn starting lineup. It costs like fifty cents. I got him and no Mark Garcia Parra for a dollar. <laughs> what we what we should have done, or what I should have done, was just record you pulling them out of the bag and telling me what you got because you were like a kid on Christmas. Look at this one, two dollars. <laughs> the big ass uh, helicopter that I got. That's pretty dope. It was fucking sweet. <laughs> it is sick. I asked you why you got it, and you're like, "Cause it's fucking cool." You're right. <laughs> it, it is cool. It was ten dollars, and it came with GI Joe's. And it makes noises. Like what I, I think noises. What I'm doing is I'm reverting back to like. 10 to 14 year old me and just some of the cool shit that I wanted to spend money on, but my family was still kind of poor and I didn't have money. Now I've got adult money. So it's like, you know what? I will spend I gonna, money. You're going to have to use that TikTok voice of like, I'm an adult. I have adult money. And with my adult <laughs> yes. money, I buy stuff like this. Give me this fucking giant uh-huh. helicopter. That's not from gunspot.com. I got a, a Vince Young starting lineup yesterday. Somebody priced it for $6. Did I probably overpay for it? Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> I just can't wait to go with you Thursday because we are hitting a store up. I got to find a new one because I'll tell you, I bought everything they had. Are you serious? Yeah. All righty. If it was cool, I purchased it. <laughs> well, your level of cool, my level of cool is a little That's different. That's true. Yours so, is much lower than mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw. I oh, little... Kick me while I'm down, my guy. <laughs> I saw a lot of Batman stuff. While I was shopping, yeah. and I did think that, like maybe you would. Like put... you have this random like Batman Lego head over there, and I've honestly like low key been wanting to buy one, but I thought you'd make fun of me if I did and put it together, so I hadn't. But every no. time I go to like Target, I walk by, and it's like because they have it like displayed. It's like I just want to buy that. Matt does Legos. Why would I make fun of you for Legos? Because his are skylines, and mine's a Batman head. Yeah, it got me there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his are cool, like buildings and stuff like that. No, no they're back. still pretty lame. I like, like Batman. You guys are over here, like, oh man, that's cool. Look, the Capitol building. <laughs> Fuck politics. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, fuck like, the Capitol building. Like, oh, God. Now I'm doing no, a podcast no. with Jack Del Rio. <laughs> like, poli- like, not politics. And, like, just political Legos. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to build a George Washington Lego head. Like, this is not going to happen. Right. Batman, I'm on it. And uh, we also, we got to work on your uh, diversity over there. Yeah, I will take a picture and put it out and just, like, let people judge the shit out of what my decoration is compared to yours. Yeah, I've, uh, I've also got more helmets coming in, though. <laughs> 
We ought to do like a who has a better set and just like your picture of like a whole corner of wall of stuff in my just like four shots. <laughs> my daughters were in here uh, last Friday or whatever when you had oh, your tooth done. Yeah. <laughs> they were looking at your desk. They're like, uh, it's kind of messy over here. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, a little bit. He, he keeps it that way. Mine, <laughs> I would consider this messy for my desk. I feel like mine's organized chaos because I know where everything is over here. Mm-hmm. But I just – I'm really bad about just letting shit build up. Yeah, I'm going to do some kind of a TikToker. I'm not very good at TikTok, so you might have to help me. I got gotcha. you. All right. That's it for us today, though. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Again, don't sit on those Tell the Truth Tuesdays. I know you got them. We won't say your name. We won't make fun of you. Uh, we definitely want to hear it, though. Tomorrow, would you rather – Wednesday, hit us up with those. If you've got some that you want us to talk about, we will do it. Uh, we appreciate you joining us right here in the call-in app every weekday at 10 o'clock, though. And we'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.